Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today, the light is going to be very important because we're talking about plants. And we're talking about a really cool startup in the space around plants. And uh, on the podcast today is Ron Radu. Ron, it is awesome having you on the podcast. Great to be here. Yeah, it's so awesome that you're here. I'm, I'm super excited for today. And you are the co-founder of Leon and George. And I can't wait to jump into like your business and how you got started and, and, and everything in this space. But let's do this. Let's start with, you know, I was doing my homework on you and I saw you have a bachelor's in information systems. So kind of an IT guy, right? Spent some time at big companies, including Amex. And here you are, the last three years, you've been building, you're like the trendsetter around indoor houseplants and providing a great experience around buying quality green plants. I mean, so talk about this change and what made you go start this company. Totally. Yeah. Um, as you said, I, I used to work at Amex. Uh, I worked at a number of startups before, um, but we're based in San Francisco. So, you know, sort of the heart of Silicon Valley um, and kind of it's always been uh, a dream to, to run a startup. Absolutely. And, um, at some point, you know, sort of working at a, at a big company, you just get tired of, <laughs> of all the, the big company, you know, uh, corporate uh, the jargon, the sort of the slow pace of things. No um, question. So that, that, absolutely. So that's where I was, and um, I kind of wanted to to go and and you know leave and start my own thing. Um, and you know they say the the best thing to to do is is what you know. Um, so I had you know a personal passion for plants. Um, you know I had I had a bunch of plants in my home. Always just sort of really liked it, um, and uh, got together with. A friend of my girlfriend's, her husband, he was also sort of looking to make a move. And uh, yeah, he ended up being my my co-founder, Nicholas. And uh, yeah, we just talked and sort of settled on this idea. Let's sell plants online. Um, and we put together a little MVP, started selling some plants in San Francisco, and it, it just kind of grew from there. That's so cool. So Leon and George, for those that don't know, the trendsetter of indoor house plants. I, I love this as I was doing my homework again. The gorgeous, responsibly sourced living plants that are pre-potted, delivered right to your doorstep. I mean, it's a cool idea. So how did you go from, okay, I love plants and I've always kind of had plants and I know how to make them look and grow. <laughs> let's, let's start with that, right? A lot of our listeners are like, yeah, I have plants and they don't, they, I, they all die. So how did you <laughs> go from, you know, I have house plants to I'm going to build a business around this. So once you guys talked, what, what got you to the point where you truly had a business going? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the company sort of based on the idea that everybody likes plants. I think there's an innate human connection to, to greenery. Um, but there's certainly a lot of like fear. There's a lot of pain points around um, acquiring a plant, um, especially bigger plants. If you don't have a car, if you know, you just don't know anything about plants. Um, yeah, bringing it in and, and taking care of it, it, it's kind of scary. So, you know, the, the core of, of what we're doing is that, um, we want to do away with all that and we want to make the, the, the process of buying and owning a plant as uh, smooth as possible. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure we necessarily had we had articulated that vision from, from the beginning. It was just more like, Hey, let's, you know, let's put a plant together with a nice pot and just sell it online. And, 
you know, in, in the age of Amazon. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and then there's, there's sort of a convenience to buying things online and we've got them gotten accustomed to that. And there aren't that many options for, uh, buying sort of a, a full plant and pot set online and, and having this experience of, you know, also helping you take care of it. Um, so that's, that's, you know, that's kind of where, how we landed here. I totally get that. Well, so, okay, let's start with this also. So th- you have a, a market where there are places to buy plants today, like nurseries or home home improvement stores and whatnot. But that experience is nothing like the one that you offer. So, I mean, you, there was definitely an opportunity in the market, right? I mean, that would be one thing is I'm sure you're doing your research. It's like, okay, there's nobody else doing something like this online right now. And so we could be the the offering. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think we there's definitely it's a, it's an existing industry, and in that you know people obviously have indoor plants, um, but you know as I mentioned, there's sort of some difficulties around it, uh, especially if you want to you know we specialize in in uh, premium indoor uh, plants with really nice ceramics. We have like this uh, mid-century style with wood stands, um, and those are you know a bit more difficult to source. If you go to a Home Depot or an IKEA or something, you have some pot options, but they're, they're not necessarily uh, the most attractive or you know more the most uh, high end, and you don't you just generally don't have a lot of options. Sure, and and in high density neighborhoods and living environments, you know you don't you may not have the big garden or the place to bring the big bag of dirt and try different pots out and make a big mess, right? I mean, so you're, you're really can customize and, and cater to people that need something that's more turnkey. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, getting your hands dirty, it's, it's not necessarily super fun. And if you just don't have the space, if you're, if you're living in a, in a small city apartment, um, you know, that's where most of our customers are. They're, they live in cities. Um, then you don't necessarily have the space to do all this, to get your hands dirty, to, to you know, have a, a space to to repot your your pot and and your your plant and and then sort of have it, uh, you know, clean it up, look beautiful. We sort of take care of all that and and bring it to you, and and it looks great from there. So uh, obviously, transporting plants is not an easy process and one that could be a, a challenge, right? In terms of just getting something shipped and and arriving in the right <laughs> in, in, in a format that's like in good shape. So how did you figure that part out as you were thinking about in you know, distribution and and delivery? Yeah, so we started out with uh, well, actually, we started out with me and my co-founder uh, Nico just delivering it in the back of our cars around San Francisco. Oh, wow! Um, so in the, in the early days, it was us doing everything from, you know, customer support to, yeah, delivery. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I mean, so we have, we sort of have two, two tiers of delivery right now for our, our large and extra large plants. And, you know, these are five feet taller. Um, we, we deliver locally with our drivers and their vans and, uh, you know, our coverage areas and all over the San Francisco Bay area and in the Los Angeles metro area. Um, but for, uh, for the rest of the the country, um, we developed packaging that let us, uh, you know, put the the plant and the pot all nicely prepared, put it in the box, um, and even if it's kicked around, thrown upside down, right? Uh, when you receive it, um, it still looks great when you take wow. it out of the box. So yeah, so it's you know it's it's it was a bit of a challenge to figure out that packaging, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty cool. 
That's really great. So you start on the West Coast, uh, two markets there, and then what's your what's your thought on growth? I mean, obviously you ship it, ship across the country. Do you have plans for more local delivery, or how does that how do you, how are you making that decision? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we we definitely want to double double down on the, the shipping operations. I think that's a bit more scalable. Um, but there, there's certainly a market out there for some of these larger plants. You know, you can't put a six foot tree in a box and ship it across the country. So that kind of that kind of uh, product inherently has to be delivered by uh, you know somebody locally. So yeah, I mean we we have plans to expand to some of the other cities where we have, we have traction and and where where our customers are generally you know places where millennials live. It's cities like New sure. York, Chicago, Austin. Sure. Atlanta. <laughs> That's where I live. Um, <laughs> I might have to order online and just have it shipped to me. Um, so uh, it's it's interesting too to think about your customers. How, you know, when you first started, how did you? How did people learn about you? How did you get the word out? Yeah, uh, it was a bit of it was a bit of legwork, just sort of going around uh, San Francisco and and putting door tags on people's doors and you know putting putting up flyers. It was very very old school um, and. You know, our first 50 customers are probably all our friends. <laughs> of course, uh, right. Friends and family. Yeah. Yep. I, th- I think that's that's always the case. But, you know, that there is a benefit to that because then they go out and, and tell all their friends and, and uh, you know, sort of that, that initial pool of people that know about you grows. Um, and then, of course, we also put up uh, Google ads, Facebook ads, uh, and that's, you know, that's still sort of a, a big uh driver of growth to this day. Wow, that's awesome. And so over time as you've as you've grown beyond the I'll call it friends and family and the the, the door tags, like what have been the keys to marketing and growing and, and building kind of a following and, and customer base? Yeah, I think we've really worked on on developing our brand. Um, you know, there's not really any sort of consumer brand, well established consumer brand around plants. Um, so there there's an opportunity for us to to do that, uh, you know, in a way that most people don't get excited about telling their friends they got, you know, this plant from Home Depot. Right. Um, <laughs> our customers, our customers are really proud of, of telling their friends, uh, Hey, I got it from Leon and George. Right. And, you know, they, they post, they post on Instagram. Oh, very cool. Um, you know, they use all our hashtags and all those things. Um, so that's, that's kind of, uh, been one of the most, uh, critical pieces to, growing and and uh, ensuring that it spreads organically through word of mouth. So let's shift to the actual product. So how do you source the plants and how do you determine like which ones you're going to pick up and how do you store them and, 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 and kind of talk about that process of determining what the product and then getting it to the shipping process? Yeah, I mean, I think there, there are certainly some plants that are just uh, super popular. Uh, plants like the fiddle leaf fig and uh, Monstera deliciosa. These are all plants that you, uh, if you open up an interior design magazine or you look at Pinterest, or, they're kind of all over there. Um, so there are some some obvious plants that we know we need to cover just because they're um, in demand. And then, yeah, for the rest, it's it's there are different categories of like you know this is these are plants that do well in low light, so we want to make sure that that we have that category filled out. These are plants that are safe for pets. You know, that's another concern that people have. Um, and then there's just, you know, plants that look interesting. Uh, plants that have <laughs> right. sort of, yeah, I mean, you know, there's not, they're not just green leaves. Some of them have like 
patterned pink and white leaves and you know weird shapes and and weird growing behaviors and wow those are all really sort cool. of uh, yeah and and we work with with uh, our network of growers to to source them um, and then we you know we we bring them to us and and prepare them and, and ship them out to the customer. One thing that would be really interesting about your business and I, I'm. I'm guessing you're already finding this is it can be very high touch, right? You can talk to a customer about, you know, describe the location, describe the room, describe the, your house, and then let us prescribe options for you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and you know, we, we try to do that through our website, make it as, as self-service as possible. Um, but of course, you know, some people have very specific questions. We have a, a plant doctor, we call it. Uh, you can always, you can always email our plant doctor and, uh, our team will, will get back to you with advice about, uh, you know, either which plant to pick out for your space, but also if you have a plant from us and uh, there's something going on with it, uh, you know, one of the leaves is yellowing, just take a picture, you know, tell us a, a few details about how you're watering it, where it is, and, and you know, we'll help you diagnose the issue, uh, tell you what to do. Um, and you know, most of the time we get, uh, we get the plants back up to, uh, to healthy. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. That's really, really cool. Um, so, um, what have, you know, uh, one thing I love to ask all of our guests is like what some of the biggest lessons learned have been in, in launching a business. And, and I think yours is unique. You know, I, I haven't had anyone else on the podcast yet that has a business in this space, which I think is exciting. And talk about you know maybe some of the unique things about starting your business and some of the biggest lessons learned you've had thus far. It's been but three years, right, since you launched. So, yeah, I'd say one of the biggest lessons learned is just it's really it seems really daunting to do something big and and uh, just getting started seems really difficult uh, when you have to when you imagine it's like hey it has to be this whole giant initiative we have to build up this whole operation. And, you know, we have to get, we have to achieve this, this seemingly uh, far away goal. Um, but it's much easier if you just sort of split it up into baby steps and you just start out with even, you know, the the, the tiniest version of, of what it is that you need this big thing to be. Um, I've found that to sort of be a, a real motivator for me because, you know, it's much easier to get out, uh, out the door or something like a, a very early prototype, whether it be, you know, a product or, you know, part of the website or, or anything. Um, and then just iterate on it. Um, and it makes, it makes any sort of big task that you have to do as, as a business owner, um, you know, any sort of transformation or any sort of uh, new product launch it makes it that much easier, uh, when you sort of think about it in, in these small incremental steps. Sure. I love that one. That's a, that's a great one. Give me one or two more. Um, I would say also just how much of, of running a company is uh, just handling or, you know, sort of people problems. Uh, how much of <laughs> Right. It, yeah. And so no matter, you know, it's, there's certainly things we always have to figure out with the plants, with delivery, with customers and, you know, finances and all those. But ultimately it comes down to, um, to communication with people and making sure that, uh, expectations are set making sure that that there's clear lines of communication and and this is not just sort of internally with employees but also with customers and making sure that uh yeah everybody's everybody's kept happy and as long as uh as long as you're communicating properly and and making sure that uh, everybody understands what's going on and what's going on behind the scenes and reasons for decisions and, and processes um 
that I think that makes everything much easier. And that's, that's, I don't think that's necessarily something that's, uh, that's obvious or easy to do. Yeah. And you've, you've also got a partner in the business here, you know, from, and that's been a partner since day one. How did you guys divide up responsibilities or did you find that like maybe there were certain things you were best at and he was best at other things or how did you guys figure that out? Totally. Yeah. Uh, Nico and I are pretty well matched in terms of kind of the, the things that we cover. Um, we're both technical, which is nice because yeah. we sort of, you know, started from day one. Sure. Yeah. Um, we just have a background in, in engineering and some, uh, product development. So we started out from the beginning, just building all our own internal tools. We built all the website. Um, we're kind of the, the engineers in the company. Um, but even within that, there are sort of specializations. He's more on the back end. I'm more on the front end. Um, and then I think it just kind of comes down to the things that we enjoy doing more. I think Nico's more of a big picture guy and, and coming up with ideas. And then um, I, you know, sort of, you know, figure out some of the details and I work a bit more on finances. He works more on the, 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 the people and product side. And, um, you know, it, it kind of just naturally flowed. I think maybe we've had some conversations around it, but it's, it's, it's kind of just, uh, how things uh, worked out. Uh, well, I, and I've heard stories that are, are the other direction, right? There were, you know, at first it seemed like the right partner, but it wasn't long-term. It's, and I think it's so key, especially as a leader, to have that right balance of knowing what you're best at and focusing on those things and, and your, what your partner's best at, right? I mean, that's, that's I think, a key to, to, to growth and, and setting a good culture for, the, for the, your team. Absolutely, yeah. So I have to ask, so what are your top sellers? Like if I were uh, someone listening to the podcast today, I was like, okay, love this idea. I'm going to go check out the website. Like what are your top like two to three sellers? Well, it's definitely, I mentioned the fiddly fig earlier. It's a, it's a super popular plant. Uh, We carry it in different sizes and, um, but it's actually also one of the more difficult plants to take care of. Now, why is that? Um, So it's definitely... It just requires a, a whole lot of light. It's picky about watering. It Ooh, drops leaves whenever like it's it. unhappy. I, I've seen these. Yeah. Yep, I, I'm looking yeah. at this now on your site. Yep, I like this. Yeah, so I mean, if they're they're good looking plants, but they're not. They're definitely not beginner plants, and they're they're not plants for if you have low light. But just because they're kind of uh, popular and, and you see them everywhere, and you know they look good too, um, sure. they're definitely one of our top sellers. Um, and, and then also some one. of the, the easy care plants, like the snake plant, snake plant. that in different mm. sizes too. Okay. Yeah. That one's, that one's real low light, uh, low water. You can forget about it for weeks and it's happy. Ooh, um, the sna- oh, the snake. I got it. Okay. So the, the, for those that aren't on their computer, the fiddly fig is like, you know, large stalk up big giant leaves, kind of like a mini tree in a pot. The snake plant, and you guys have all seen these. It's um, you know, like from the from the dirt or soil, <laughs> dirt up about what two feet, three feet. You know, it shoots the le- the leaves straight out of the ground. Right, that's the way I would describe it. As the non yeah, look, plant expert, like you are, but <laughs> they look kind of like snakes rising out of the ground, you know, sort of <laughs> right. straight up. That's why it's called. It's yeah, also called like the mo- mother-in-law's tongue. <laughs> mother-in-law's tongue. My yeah, it's like a bunch of sharp tongues. Out of the soil. That's cool. I do like that. Okay, that's two. <laughs> what would be another one? You got to pull. Let's pull one more. Uh, yeah, and well, in the same vein as the snake plants is the the Zanzibar gem, also known as the ZZ plant. It's also Zanzibar. definitely low light and uh, low water, so it's it's green and, and always looks lush. 
and uh, but you wouldn't believe it. But you don't. You, the you Zanzibar gym. Oh, yeah. I've seen these too. I've seen these for sure. I like these. It has the shiny leaves on it. I like this. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll recognize a lot of the plants. You may not know them by name, but you right. definitely recognize them. Just sort of see them around in, in people's homes and you know, I think lobbies I need, of hotels, things like that. I need to order one of each for my sunroom here in Atlanta. Cool. <laughs> Gonna have to Perfect. do that. <laughs> this is awesome. Well, um, <laughs> this is such a great thing. I, I love. I'm a, I am a plant lover. If my wife was on, she would be the one saying he is the plant guy. I love doing all that stuff. <laughs> not perfect at it, but I do enjoy it. So, Ron, before we go, um, share with our listening audience where they can find you, how they can shop with you, um, and engage with you. Yeah. Uh, well, we're leonandgeorge.com. Uh, you spell out the A and D. Um, we're yeah leon and george on instagram on facebook on twitter you can kind of just go anywhere and find us on your phone on your computer it's pretty easy i love it google us yeah easy to find and great site by the way love it well hey hey, ron thank you so much for coming on the podcast i I really enjoyed the conversation love your story i'm excited to see you grow get it (laughs) i'm excited Uh, for you seriously this has been great well thank you justin pleasure to be here the Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.